Hi friends, so this is the new channel Talk About Life from Talk Network. It talks about everything about life issues, love, relationship, family, jobs, money, economy, business, enterprise, entrepreneurship, journeys, challenges, victories, memories, etc. You will always find something that you need to hear for the day. Tune in anytime, every time with Talk About Life. Enjoy and have a good day. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to um, GDM Production. Um, this is uh, Vicky Astro on Talk About Life and it's going to be replayed on international podcasts in over 30 countries and growing on over 15 official platforms including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify um, and you name it, in, it is in all podcast catchers and you can always find us uh, there uh, the, in the platforms this is Talk About Life by Vicky Esther Cheng and I've got over on the other side of the phone a very uh, uh, important uh, VIP a very special person a very special guest of the show um, he is a true statesman of Indonesia and today we're going to dive in in some of these uh, information that is so important as economies open up uh, post-pandemic in 20 at the end of 2021 that we're all in and uh, at the beginning of 2022 which I think the world will be opening up and uh, I have there Mr. Um, Pak Shri, I call him Pak Shri because um, this is the way that uh, we we address the elders, seniors and elders showing our respect in Indonesia and uh, Pak Shri has been uh, in the nation building of Indonesia for over 45 years. In every sector of the economy you can think of, he graduated from three universities in America and he's been with the highest dignitaries all over the world and he's advising um, the ministries in Indonesia and also international platforms like IMF, World Bank and ASEAN committees. And today we are so honored to have Pak Sri here with us. He's been an old elder friend of mine for over 15 years and I'm so honored to have him back uh, today after um, you know these very strange times in the pandemic and he has been the former senior advisor to Lipo Group and the BCA Group, some of among some of the largest Indonesian conglomerates, and he's also the former senior advisor to Nongsa Digital Park Group in Batam, just at the door of Singapore. And we know that um, for Batam Nongsa Digital Park Group, uh, they just opened their doors and it was graced by the ministry ministry in Singapore and also the ministry uh, in Batam. And, and that's a big sign of development and the pace and the speed at which Indonesia is developing and the superpower that we're looking at in the next decade. So welcome to the show, uh, Pak Shri. How are you, Pak Shri? How are you doing um, in the depths of pandemic in, in Indonesia? 
It's okay. Uh, first of all, good evening for you, Vicky. Thank my you. very colleague and friends, and also I like to say hello to all respected uh, uh, listeners. Yes. So yeah, I just say good morning. In in America. Good afternoon. <laughs> yes. Good morning. Yes. Uh, and actually, you're, you're, you're right because you know the international podcast goes everywhere, and when and when anyone tune in, it would be the time that they're listening in because we're already in the digital world. This goes on forever to perpetuity. It really goes to the ends of the world, and even when you and I return to the dusk, it's going to be there because we are already in the digital world. We are documenting humanity, and what more? Um, you know, Patri, you have been. Uh, doing nation building for the people and for the economy in the country of Indonesia, and you are well respected statesman of Indonesia. So I, it is an honor to invite you to talk about some of these developments uh, in Indonesia, um, particularly for Americans and Indo Pacific and South Asia, and, and as the world opens up, particularly uh, my listeners who are in in uh, in America. And, and one of the questions. Um, uh, that it's important for a lot of us uh, as we're looking at the outlook of the world economy. Uh, Pakshri, what is your assessment? What's the outlook of the Indonesian uh, economy in 2020 and beyond? Thank you. Indonesia GDP is expected to grow by 4.4% in this year, 2021, 5% in 2022, our inflation rate forecasted at 1.7% in 2021, 2.7% in 2022. COVID-19, yes, COVID-19 led to one of the most several global recession in living memory. Although Indonesia experienced a mild recession it was not spared. As a result of COVID-19, there was an economic downturn that million people fell into poverty. But the government social assistance program was able to mitigate a potential worse outcome. Accelerate Productivity grows across the board by promoting competition, trade, and investment. Equipment the workforce with the skill needed for high productivity job by improving learning and workforce development system. Um, yes, Patshri, you have uh, detailed um, the growth uh, numbers. The Indonesian GDP is expected to grow 4.4% in 2021, which is a great number because we looked at 2020 um, when the world was uh, predicted to be in Great Depression. But surprisingly, a lot of economies bounce back. And the next question for me to pose to you, uh, Pakshri, um, question number two is, could you highlight three sectors that is poised to do well uh, in Indonesia? Okay. Those are surface sectors, manufacturing, construction, 
However, there are plenty of business opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. So there are there yeah. are also opportunities um, for individual investors. Um, I'm looking at uh, you know Bakshri on a definite on a high macro level. Uh, we're looking at uh, Indonesia as a growing emerging powerhouse. Uh, you know, and with the number of population 272 million is poised to really push the economy uh, back to um, high growth rates, uh, growth rates post-pandemic. Um, would you show, would you uh, explain what are the opportunities for individual investors? Okay. In order to make it easier for investors to do business in Indonesia, the government has carried out major reform. This is very drastic and revolutionary reformation, actually, mm. in the of legislation and implementing regulation within last few years. The government carried out extraordinary reform in all fields. So it's not just one field, but in all fields to anticipate such rapid global changes. The government issue omnibus law. Omnibus law, this is a special law yep. that has amended up to 76 existing laws. So 76 existing law has been amended yep. to make everything faster and and easier, yeah. Yes. In addition, eliminating central and regional government regulation. We have a plenty before because uh, we are autonomous, you know. So autonomous, yes. so every, <laughs> every province, they also make such regulation. So all we discriminated, including 5,000 of the government regulation, central government, and 16,000 uh, local government. Yes. The, yeah, the main purpose issuing omnibus law is to simplify business licensing, investment restriction, streamlining corporate tax regulation, yes, and relax labor laws. The yes. labor laws and more flexible and market friendly. Yes, and part three, it seems what? that Malay, uh, Indonesia is really going uh, forefront in simplifying deregulation to free the economy from the burdens of bureaucracy so that we can see more significant growth. Would you tell me more about um, the labor law covered by the social security okay. system? Yes. So, so in Indonesia, uh, most of the labor are protected by social security system. Just look like in Singapore, you have CPF. In the United States, they have social security administration, the body who manages, you know, the social security for the people. This is about labor uh, protection because. Mostly in 
several industrial country that uh, labors it also potential yeah yep. because part of uh, uh, part of the business activities you supposed to have labor also so if the labor is not managed managed well especially for their social welfare it is will also create problem you know yeah uh, yeah and I, and I, and them. I read uh, that uh, under the omnibus law Indonesia introduced online single submission or the OSS as a new licensing application. Um, this really simplifies a lot, showing that Indonesia is really taking things uh, online. Oh yes, so we we are going to catch up, you know. Uh, everything supposed to be fast and and simple and easy. So this licensing system is a part of the Indonesian government commitment to improving the ease of doing business in Indonesia. It also expected, this is very important, to boost domestic and foreign direct investment. Before we have a one-stop services system, which has considered not very favorable to attract direct investment. With online single submission system, we can eliminate the need to mm. go through multiple ministries. So this is more faster and what is that simple or yeah. other government institution to apply for license. Before you have to to knock the door yes. of every ministry and yes. also government. Now it's just one. This is uh, stop. Yeah. yeah, and I think this is a breakthrough because, um, you know, bureaucracy knocking on doors and knocking on wrong doors, going to uh, wrong people and waiting for um, people to respond to you, um, traveling time. Now, these are barriers to entry and they are all uh, they all go to the bureaucracy and red tape. And, and I think um, in Indonesia, now that they are uh, have simplified everything and made everything online, I think this is a breakthrough for the Indonesian um, economy. Um, I'd like to ask uh, Pak Sri, um, on the micro level, um, you know, for the local government, for the local provincial level, um, for someone like in, uh, in Singapore, uh, someone from Indo-Pacific, India, Malaysia, uh, from Hong Kong, from South Korea, Japan, and a foreign, if, if there's a foreign American uh, entrepreneur, or individual uh, investor who would like to start up a business in uh, Indonesia, um, I suppose it should be quite uh, not as difficult as before, right, uh, Pak Sri? How difficult it is uh, to establish that uh, in Indonesia now? Yeah, again, I, I will uh, inform you that our government now is avoiding uh, what is face-to-face, you know, people-to-people in licensing and talking about business. Everything supposed to be online. So besides simple, also we are avoiding red tape and also as far as the the time is concerned, all can be very fast. And even you are in Singapore or someone in the United States, they can apply for license from 
their countries, you know, no need to come to Indonesia. Wow. So this is Breakthrough. the best of the, the what is the online system for subscription. Yep. For professor to run a successful business in Indonesia, a legal entity known as foreign-owned company must be established. However, the foreign can open branches, representative offices, or special purpose vehicle. This is very common, or SPV. It is advised for the strongest investor protection. Individual investors supposed to have a partner, you know, friends suggested to enter into a partnership with a local, especially with small and medium enterprises and maybe cooperatives, mm. because uh, uh, they are also growing very fast. You see, yes. Indonesia is this country. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. You know, and uh, Pashri, you have given us a lot, a lot of information that I hope that uh, we can have time to go through it. I've got uh, two final questions, and my fifth question to you is: You know, Indonesia is a huge country. There is a population of a uh, two hundred seventy-two million, and, and Indonesia has many, many islands. Could you summarize the geography governance? Uh, where and how should a new company or a new investor or a foreign entrepreneur start? Okay. Indonesia has a great geographical location. Indonesia is a country in Southeast Asia and Oceania between Indian and Pacific Ocean. The place is right in the middle of the Asia Pacific. Which yes. is direct access to China, Southeast Asia, South Asia, Japan, Australia, as well as West Coast of United States market. Yes, Indonesia. Yeah, it is a very uh, big uh, archipelago actually. Yes. Uh, 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 we consist of seventeen thousand island. See, you can imagine seventeen thousand. Yeah. Indonesia is the world largest island country and the fourteenth largest country by area. It's around about uh, one point nine million square kilometers or wow. seven hundred thirty-five thousand square mile. See, yeah. as you just mentioned, the population is. 172 million Indonesia is the world fourth most populous country after China, India, United States of America and then Indonesia Wow. we have uh, uh, quite a lot of ethnic group yes. the number is over 1300 so we have a different culture different language the native language over 700 languages, wow. but we have national language, Bahasa Indonesia, to yes. make it uh, together unity, you know. That's why we have a simple uh, unity and diversity. That is, mm. uh, we have to 34 
provinces, 34 provinces instead of uh, uh, the United States is 50 states. We call it in Indonesia as provinces, led by governors. We have 416 regencies led by region and 98 cities led by mayor. Government of Indonesia established number of special economic zone. This is the very important. Mm. Areas certain boundaries that have geo-economic and geo-strategic advantages which located inside of country. Yes. The, yeah, the main purpose of special economic zone is to attract investor. So we be friends of the investor by giving tax incentive and lower tariffs for conducting business. The number of special economic zone in Indonesia currently about 19 spread out around the country and it is going to add with more special economic zone. The special economic zone are a good place to start investment as you ask. You know. Yes. Investment can be placed in the field of, uh, this is uh, as I told before, yep. even you have three, three uh, type of uh, what is kind of business, but we, I also want to, to tell you that several other business also quite prospective, yes. like healthcare, energy, mining, warehousing, distribution, maritime, fishery, to third of our, what is country, is mm. ocean, you know. Yes. Agriculture, tourism, transportation, as well as information technology. So if they invest in this economic zone, a special economic zone, they will get several incentive. Mm. <clears throat> Yes. Uh, this you also mentioned yeah. the investment can place as I said uh, before. Yeah. E-commerce is the biggest and the fastest growing sector in Indonesia. Yes. I think it is not in Indonesia, but maybe uh, all the world. You know. Yes. For example, if investor are interested in digital technology, they could invest. At Nongsa Digital Park in Batam, because this is as you said, it is close joint. What is that cooperation? Yes. Collaboration between Indonesian government and Singaporean government. When yes. we then opening this uh, park, you know, yes. actually, uh, your Minister of Foreign Affairs, uh, Excellency, even. Yeah. And our foreign minister Retno yep. also attending that uh, grand opening. Yes. And also from ADP, from you know, uh, what is uh, yeah, all of the very respected people leader from Singapore also. Yes, yes I do remember. Uh, I think our minister Chan Chuan Singh was the was there or was virtually there. I think there was there was a huge um, uh, event for the grand opening for this uh, joint uh, collaboration. Correct, correct, correct. 
So this this uh, Nongsa Digital Park actually just like Silicon Valley in the United States, you know. Yes. Several big players like Facebook and uh, Amazon, you know. Uh, I think they already, you know, uh, participated at Nongsa Digital Park. Yes. And I like also to talk about Bali. Yes. The Bali is a very famous, uh, a lot of uh, international conference convention held in Bali. Yes. So sometimes it's called Island of Paradise. Indonesia at the moment also developing 10 new tourism areas as beautiful as Bali. Wow. Uh, close to is uh, Batan and Bintan, you know. Yes. It is just minutes from Singapore. Yes. In addition, 17 tourism destinations which yep. have existed. Yes. Indonesia, we have a mountain. Yep. We have sea. Yeah. So, uh, completely, if you are going to go for a uh, deep sea fishing, welcome. If you want to go uh, hiking to the mountain, no yeah. problem. We have several, you know. And it is a tropical uh, what country. Yeah. Uh, just we have just two two what is that climates, yeah. Yeah. Uh, monsoon and dry. Yeah. And the future tourism industry is very bright because yes. in the future most people, you know, whether you are sad or whether you are happy, you need recreation. Yes. The government expecting the tourism as one of the largest foreign exchange earners. Yeah. Investor can develop uh, because we have seventy thousand uh, island. Yeah. Uh, the investor can can develop hotel, resort, and recreation centers on islands scattered throughout Indonesia. Yes. Just like my my experience when I just. Uh, Visiting Maui, Maui is uh, yes. close to uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Yes. That uh, there are plenty of island uh, develop resort hotel recreation center. Yes. In uh, this uh, opportunity, I like also to remind us that the world will face a food crisis in the future yes. due to the increase the number of population right yes. now i think there are almost 8 billion population yes. maybe will be more so the problem is energy the problem is food the problem is yeah uh, yes. because because the demand and the supply is not yep. balanced yes uh, sure and and Patri, you have actually uh, detailed a lot, a lot of issues, and I think this shows your passion for the country. This shows your commitment throughout your years for your life that you have given to uh, the country uh, of Indonesia and the people of Indonesia. Um, you know, uh, um, ladies and gentlemen, you can always write to me if you want to contact Patri uh, for his, uh, uh, um, you know, his his contact just to ask him about some of these advice that you would, you would like to to make if you would like to um, invest in Indonesia at talkaboutlife777 at gmail.com and you're listening in to Talk About Life and we are here 
um, with a great true statesman of Indonesia. And I've got a final question uh, for you, Pakshri. Um, I, I'd like to know um, what's your overall advice for a foreign foreigner, foreign uh, small company, medium-sized company, or a foreign uh, investor or foreign entrepreneur who would like to start something in Indonesia. What's your advice and could you give us three tips? Next year, G20 Summit S17 meeting of the group scheduled to take place in Bali, wow. Indonesia. Indonesia presidency will begin to take course, as you asked me, from the 1st of December mm. 2021 up to the summit on the fourth quarter of wow. 2020. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we have, we create a theme, our government. The theme of the G20 presidency mm. is recover together, recover Stronger. Stronger. Yes. This is my, our condition right now with the pandemic, you know. To be informed that Indonesia has also ever gained trust to organize the annual meeting of the Board of Governors of International Monetary Fund, mm. IMF. Yes. And the WIT group, you know, they, they, they had a, a big meeting, um, you know, yes. in Bali. Yes. Bring together also central bankers, mostly the governor of the central bank from all over the world. Yeah. Ministries of Finance, parliamentarians, private sector, executive, and academies had been held in Bali in 2018. At the time, maybe uh, uh, more than 5,000 delegates come to Bali. So this is also a good for the future, you yes. know, uh, So Indonesia become more and more important player in contributing the global economy, anticipating international development issues and global collective leadership to strengthen solidarity. During G20 presidency, within one year, in the year of 2022, yes. uh, 150 meetings planned to be held. Mm. So this is the best man supposed to come. You know. The meeting delegate expected will be around 500 and 5,800 people per event. Mm. This, it is just like maybe Davos, you know, in the Switzerland. Yes. Wow. This, this, of deputies, Huge. ministers, yeah. head of state. Yes. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully the pandemic COVID-19 not bothering this planet. Wow. Yes. We will follow head parameters and protocol based on pandemic development in accordance with WHO standard. Yes. But not least, I would like to raise the Indonesia dream If some, our colleague in America, they have an American dream. Yes. We also have Indonesia dream yes. or Singapore dream. In 100 years independence celebration, that will be in the year of 
2045 Indonesia to be a developed country yes with GDP reach to 7000 trillion US dollar and if it is come true yes maybe Indonesia will be one of the 10 superpower economy in the world yes I also would like to raise some overall all advice as you ask. Indonesia could be considered as a favorable country for investment. Related to the current global situation at last, you asked me also yes. regarding three tips. So my three tips are, firstly, empowering a mutual understanding and international solidarity. Secondly, empowering collaboration instead of creating unfair competition. Thirdly, recover together, recover stronger. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you, Park Shri. Um, this is such a deep uh, dive into the policies, the economy, the regulations, the, the level of operation, and we can see that Indonesia is indeed trying to unravel all these uh, red tape and uh, baggages of uh, bureaucracies. Like in all countries, it has to be freed, and we, we, we can see that with all these developments in Indonesia, it is very exciting, and, and uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to going back to Indonesia um, Myself again, uh, you know, as uh, someone who loves the country of Indonesia and the Indonesian people, uh, Pastor, you have given us a very broad and deep analysis uh, of the situation of uh, uh, the economy of Indonesia and also about uh, the G20 presidency that is happening uh, from the 1st of December this year. And you also have talked about uh, the number of numerous numbers of events planned uh, in this time. Uh, and, you know, like you say, um, Bali is one of the most uh, respected places as the paradise on earth. I'm looking forward to it being in the headlines of the news. Uh, Pakshri, thank you so much for the three tips. I think I personally like your three tips because they are really the principles about uh, uh, getting the world together, like what you say, empowering a mutual understanding and international solidarity. Number two, empowering collaboration instead of creating unfair competitions. Thirdly, recover together, recover stronger. Pakshri, do you have the final 15 seconds to wrap anything of importance up? No, I think it's enough again. <laughs> I think all I have already mentioned in our discussion. Thank yes. you very much. Shri, um, yeah, thank you so much. I think you have opened the eyes of a lot of people, especially the professionals and a lot of uh, 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 journalists are listening. Uh, they do listen to the podcast from America. Uh, professionals and, and physicians tuning in and of course, a lot of corporations uh, corporations tuning into the podcast. Thank you so much, Patri. And I would like to come back to you to dive in deeper into certain aspects that I think uh, it is very important, especially the uh, 
deregulation or unraveling all the past regulations, like you said, you know, cancelling some of the thousands of uh, regulations um, uh, in the bureaucratic uh, 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 ladder. I would like to come back to you again. Thank you so much, Park Sri, and please stay safe, Park Sri. Thank you. Good yes. evening. Yes, and for uh, uh, your um, a very, very illustrious career, um, it's going to be uh, below... Um, and you can find Park Shree's information at some of the information below. Thank you, Park Shree. I'll come back to you. Thank you once again and stay safe. Uh, all the protection from God and from Singapore to you and to your family and to the people of Indonesia. Right, bye. Bye, bye. Cheers. Cheers.